How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Daily News Updates for Monday, April the 5th. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show today, and I hope you had a tremendous weekend. Let's talk about some video games, shall we? So first of all, over the weekend, it was confirmed that MLB The Show 21 is going to be arriving on the Xbox Game Pass on day one. And I mean, this is absolutely wild. It means that not only is this going to be the first, like, Sony-developed-slash-published game releasing on an Xbox console, correct me if I'm wrong there, certainly in recent memory, but it is being included in their competitor's top-performing subscription service. Baseball fans are getting an incredible deal here, with Sony giving up their exclusivity and potential retail revenue for what must be an astronomical price tag provided by Xbox. So just to be clear here, the only option to get this PlayStation-developed game on a PlayStation is to pay 60 or 70 American dollars. On the Xbox, you can pay 10 bucks a month, and that's also going to get you a couple of hundred other games. What a time to be alive. That's, that's wild. So if you'd like to play the game, it's going to be releasing on April 20th, and it will also be playable through the Game Pass cloud streaming on Android phones. This is super cool to see, and I hope that it leads to even more deals between PlayStation and Xbox. They have such different business models now that you could actually see a lot of different things working between them. This isn't really a news story so much as a general observation. A game came out recently called Outriders, developed by People Can Fly. It's a looter shooter. And I'm seeing this pretty weird dichotomy between critical reception and player count. So it's actually performing extremely well. In terms of player count, it's right up there with other co-op looting games like Borderlands 2, Path of Exile, The Division, that's just on Steam. But when you actually look at critical reception for the game, what, what people are feeling about it, I would say it's generally positive. I mean, people are playing it for a reason, but there's also just a lot of meh out there. I mean, PC Gamer even has an entire article that, you know, its headline is, quote, 13 hours in, I'm still waiting for Outriders to get good, end quote. Uh, a community member from the Observer Discord server, Ravendark, he's put in a couple of hours. And he's also not really feeling the game, and he likes other games that are in that genre. So, I don't know. If you're playing it, let me know what you think. And if you're thinking about playing it, then make sure you keep an eye on what's going on with the server situation. People are having trouble playing the game right now. So, Reuters recently put out a report about an internal development studio at Tencent called Timi Studios. I think it is Timi or Timi. Timi? It's T-I-M-I, anyway. Uh, saying that they generated $10 billion in revenue in 2020. That's a B. And that money would come from extremely popular mobile games like Call of Duty Mobile and Honor of Kings. And so if this is true, which, you know, they're a credible source, uh, this would make them the largest developer in the world, despite being a subsidiary of a larger holding company. But anyway, that, that's pretty much it. There you go. The largest developer in the world is a mobile developer. Apparently, they also have ambitions to expand beyond mobile, competing in the AAA console-slash-PC space with original IPs. And kind of the next step on that path is that they're going to be working on the new Pokemon MOBA. It's called Pokemon Unite, releasing on both mobile and the Nintendo Switch. So we'll see if that's any good. Anyway, just a fun fact. And this is the final story for today. An unopened copy of Super Mario Bros. recently sold for $660,000 over the weekend. And that makes it the world record for biggest video game sale, or I guess highest valuation of a video game. It absolutely smashed the previous record, which was another copy of Super Mario Bros. for $114,000. So they added like half a million dollars onto the world record. That's pretty wild. 
Uh, so anyway, this particular copy is more valuable because it's a copy of one of the game's limited production runs in the United States. It's dated somewhere between late 1986 and early 1987. And you know, it's funny, the actual North American release of Super Mario Bros. isn't actually known. And that's kind of hard to believe, considering it's Mario. But yeah, I mean, there, there is no one single release date for Super Mario Bros. in North America. It's wild. So because of that, dates can be pretty vague. Suffice to say, this copy that just got sold was before it was mass-manufactured. This is actually what the auction house said, quote, Since the production window for this copy and others like it, it was so short, finding another copy from this same production run in similar condition would be akin to looking for a single drop of water in an ocean. Never say never, but there is a good chance it can't be done. End quote. So there you go. Go, go uh, digging into your attic. See if you have any super valuable copies of Super Mario Bros. My friends, that's all the news I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd also like to thank Jilly for leaving me a five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, as I am every single weekday. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, in this review from Jilly, I, I don't know if they listened to the After Show, but they mentioned that they sometimes wish the show was a bit longer, a bit lengthier. And I've gotten this sentiment a few times. And it's pretty funny because this is already, like the, the main show is already a longer version of what it used to be. I used to target three minutes. That was kind of the max that I was willing to go. And then over time, I would have to look. I know at some point I had made a definitive decision to be like, three minutes is not enough. We need to go to five. And I, I advertised it as like three to five minutes, somewhere in that range, just because I didn't want people to see like their flash briefing, having everybody else say like two minutes and then I'm like five minutes. But, the, you know, in, in practice, it was pretty much always five minutes. And then even now, I'm like unintentionally reaching five and a half minutes, sometimes six minutes. And you know, on the on Amazon, if you're listening to this on an Amazon device, I have a max of 10 minutes. If I go over that, they won't accept the audio. So there's only so much length creep that I can put into this. And I don't think I, you know, I don't want to go to 10 minutes. I feel like that is a little too long. But it might be worth considering, like, giving stories that would like to have a bit more backstory, just giving it to them. Or maybe it's more like, you know, on a really big news day, sometimes I find myself with like six stories I want to talk about. You know, then I can have an eight minute show or something like that. I do kind of like the idea of having like a variable show based on what news there is. And, and therefore, I'm just giving you the most valuable things, no matter what it is or how long it is. I don't know if you have any strong feelings about this. Please do let me know. My suspicion is that the majority of people don't want it to be longer. Like maybe longtime listeners are more likely to want length because they've been around longer. They'd like to have more from me. But kind of the entire point of this show to begin with is like, it's quick, you know, you get your news and you get out. So maybe if I want to do anything longer, it should be alternative, put it on YouTube or something. Anyway, enough observer talk. You know what I'm really excited for is MLB The Show 21. To be perfectly honest, I was expecting that it was going to be one of the games that I considered getting at a full AAA purchase, because I've never really had the chance to play a, a proper baseball game as someone who's only ever owned an Xbox. There are some games out there, but there's nothing like MLB. I've played it a few times. It's really good. And now that it's just coming to the Game Pass on day one, I'm extremely excited because now I don't even have to pay for it. And who knows, maybe I'll pick it up and I'll be glad that I didn't pay for it because I might just drop it two days later. But at least I want to give it a shot. 
It's been a really, really long time since I've interacted with baseball in any way. I played it for nine years. I don't know if I've ever shared that. When I was like in t-ball in kindergarten, all the way up to, I think, middle school or something like that. Anyway, it was nine years. I know that much. And still to this day, it's like one of the only sports that I can say that I actively enjoy. All the other sports, you know, I know the rules because I've played the games a million times. Like American football, I never would have understood if I hadn't just played it on my Xbox as a teenager. But like, you know, soccer and hockey and combat sports and golf and basketball. I mean, I don't really care about any of these. I don't really follow them. Well, I don't follow any, but I should say I'm not interested in them, really. But baseball, I don't follow it. But when it's on TV, I enjoy watching it. So who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe I should get back into it at some point. I feel like I've never been the type of person to be like, ooh, yeah, I'm going to get into a sport. Like, that's just totally opposite to a lot of who I am, I think. But I could see myself getting a lot of enjoyment out of, like, picking a team, declaring it my favorite, and then just following them. Because baseball, I mean, oh my god, pretty much any sport, there's always so many matches in a season between all of the teams. I couldn't possibly keep track of it all. But if I was able to just choose one team that I like, I could go for it. I mean, as someone from Toronto, you know, Toronto Blue Jays would probably be the natural favorite. But like, am I really going to try and cheer the Toronto Blue Jays? Because they're not very good. It's like, do I do I just want to be sad all the time? Anyway, that's all for me today. Folks, thanks for being here. Until tomorrow. Farewell.